When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. All right, Sports Talk listeners, we got a little special treat for you today. Suchi Boy is out and about taking his mayoral Wednesday day Ooh, off. Should I do the honors, sir? Uh, yeah, I think you should because we technically we are, we are forced to have this done. And remember, when Wednesdays hit and there's five times in the summer where the mayor has somehow conned our bosses here at the, at the flagship to allow him to leave at 3 o'clock. Let me know when you're ready. So we have a yellow post-it note. And on that note... Is is <laughs> your turn? Come on! Is a mayoral Wednesday, and Reavers is going to put the line on, indicating that he is gone for the day. That's a big so, day. So hit it. Yep. All right. So there you have it. Joe is finally completed his five mayoral Wednesday afternoons where he gets to leave. And Myron, I know we have a just a weird radio station here, but he finally uh, will not be, he'll no longer be leaving at 3 o'clock. And I know you expected to fully have an audio partner in here at 3 o'clock. Yeah. He's left. He's left you, Myron. He's gone. He's left you. Myron that, Metcalf here. That's interesting. So I'm coming in yep. off of uh, an assignment I had. College basketball kind of exploded today. I don't know if you heard. No, bring me the, bring me the news. Well, just a bunch of recommendations where there are going to be stiffer penalties for cheaters. And um, they've rearranged some things with the recruiting calendar. And it, it's just been sort of a complete overhaul with this Condoleezza Rice yep. commission. Have you heard yes. about this group? Yep. So they dropped everything. So uh Kind of scrambling to get here, but you've been you've been busy. Hey, you were here on time. You were as long as the oh, that's theme how I try hits, to do it. As long as the theme hits, you're never late. Re- Reavers knows that's a Mankato arrival. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you don't show up right no, away. No, no, you can't no. do that. You gotta. You, gotta you don't show in. up. You you let everybody get comfortable, and then you show up. You know, right on time because yes. it's it's a show. It is. It is a, a show. show. Come on, and and it's you know you want to be fashionably late. Yes, exactly. Have you all heard about, uh, have you seen this Alvin Kamara quote? No. The running back for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, have you seen it? Mm -mm. So he was asked in Bleacher Report, I don't know if you guys know Master Tellison. Oh, uh, sure. I think Patrick, that's the most mispronounced guest's name of anybody on the history of the ride with Royce. Yeah. Patrick can never never pronounce it correctly. Yeah, Master is a great, great young man. He's at Bleacher Report now. But he talked to Alvin Kamara. And Kamara was going through the Minneapolis miracle, and he was talking about, you know, yeah, yeah, I got over it. You know, it was okay. disappointing. Yep. but And then at the end, just out of the blue, he, he says, oh, yeah, and by the way, uh, 
bleep the Vikings or bleep Minnesota. Oh, <laughs> really? Out of the blue. That's my guy, too, because he's a former Tennessee Vol. I, I love don't my think guy, Alvin But where, where does that come from, I don't though? think he's over it. He's he not might over be it. Oh, I got over it. It's fine. Here's my problem. If you're going to be mad at anybody for the Minneapolis miracle, mm-hmm. and you're a member of the New Orleans Saints, be, be mad, mad at your Marcus, defensive your team. We could we could have gone and grabbed a a, a bunch of cornerbacks from Edina High School, mm-hmm. <laughs> who 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 would have made that play, right? Like like that is the that is the easiest play in football. You got one job, one job, one play. Make sure nobody gets be, behind you, right? Like right. that is the only assignment you have if you are a, a member of this team. With how many seconds were on the clock? Uh, 10 when the play started. Yeah, the play started at 10, I think, right? Yeah. You've got 10 seconds, one play. They have to score to win. All you got to do is play prevent defense and make sure that nobody gets behind you. Sounds simple. Like, you could could go to a high school team right now and and put them on the field. I'm not saying they could physically, you know, maneuver. But in terms of knowing that diving at a guy's legs and maybe missing – and blowing the play is a bad idea. You could find a bunch of high schools that could figure that out. Even a the, guy the, like me. The so all of us. We could all, all, I mean, <laughs> it's just don't let anybody beat you. Don't let, don't let anyone get behind you. Right. The funny thing with, with the Minneapolis miracle, too, was that it didn't even look like Marcus Williams was trying to dive at Stephon Diggs' legs to take him out. No. It looked like he was trying to avoid even making exactly. contact with Stefan Diggs. That that's so, the thing. There's that's no, what was so bad about There's it. no explanation. Like, you could have given him, not credit, but you could see how you get a little ambitious and, and you just go for it. That wasn't your, that. Your competitive spirit says, I, I can do this. I can go. Yeah. I can, uh, what is it, inspect your gadget with my arms yeah. and grab that. I'm going to make sure that we, not only are, are we going to get to the title game, the NFC title game, I'm going to do it with style. Like, you could see that. Right. It wasn't right. that. It was just... The most boneheaded play that I've seen in a long time. So if you're Alvin Kamara, I understand being frustrated. But come on, bleep Minnesota. Come on, dude. That was not yeah, a that a, was not a that was a self-inflicted situation where your guy failed. If you're mad at anybody, say that to your dude. Right. But you know what though? He's not gonna throw his own guy under the bus, though. But you know I, what I mean? He's I know I get that he's not, but save the you got no like that was like to me the most surprising play right that anyone had seen no one anticipated that be mad at your guy you right. know you don't have to you have to throw him under the bus but don't bring up somebody else or bring up the whole Vikings state, as if the whole team the, the Vikings were trying to lose to you the Vikings were giving you every opportunity to right. win and you couldn't do what a middle school team would do in that situation and just play prevent defense and make sure nobody. But he's not alone, though, as an athlete like that, because I, I would imagine that a lot of the members of the 98 Vikings still hate the Atlanta Falcons, even mm-hmm. though they pretty much had only themselves to blame for losing that game. True, but if you saw a bunch of Vikings come out the following offseason, the following year, bleep Atlanta. I mean, do you Chris say that Chris Carter did the dirty bird true, true. in the end zone to which open is all the fair. season? Which is all fair. I'm all for that, <laughs> and I'm all for the locker room. I'm all for that. But the idea of like, if you're going to make a strong public statement, like you have to know as a player that, like, let's be honest, guys, we know who, we know whose fault this is. Mm-hmm. This, this isn't on the Vikings. This is we had a guy who made a boneheaded play. Right. And, and you just stop talking about it at some point, right? Because anytime you bring it up, you can't win the argument. Right. Oh, bleep Minnesota. Well, what about your guy? What about your guy doing something that you don't even do in flag football? 
In flag football, Stefan Diggs still scores. <laughs> right. In flag football. All I got to say is October 28th, the Saints come to U.S. Oh, Bank and I can't wait. It's going to be so much That's fun. The showdown? And I the can't showdown. wait. It's going to be fun. Oh, there are going to be some signs Alvin after that Kamara, Kamara quote. Alvin Kamara will probably get booed every time he touches the ball. As he should be. I mean, he should be for making a comment like that. He won't, he won't be booed by me because I love him. Oh, he's a great, I mean, he's a great talent. Him, but, you know, I, Smart I'm, young man. I'm biased because I love, I love Tennessee. So he's, you know. But but why you don't want to put that target on yourself if you're Alvin Kamara when right. again when we look back at the tape it's not it, it ain't menace it's your guy didn't do the most simple thing that, that you're supposed to do right in football I mean it's not like it was like some difficult play to figure out we got we got who did we have yesterday Richie Incognito oh. <laughs> going after Mike Zimmer who's next man by the way you saw him today on Twitter right Richie. I tried to ignore him. What he, he well, he just basically said he he had deleted the tweet that then had the obscenity to towards Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer yesterday. Then he had the apology towards Mike Zimmer, followed by "This is what's going on with me. I'm having a lot of issues." Just put the phone down, Richie. Just <laughs> was stop, it, stop talking. Was it one of those like his agent wrote it? Oh, I'm and, sure. No, and, no. It was. It, you could tell it was from him, him. But I was actually John and I were talking those. about this. That I guarantee whoever his representation is said, "What are you doing?" You 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 have no shot of signing with anybody now, which is probably why then he felt the need to go back and apologize. Well, if if I'm his agent, I, I I say yeah, we're done, because you don't want to be attached to that. No, like that that's a guy who had every opportunity to latch onto a team. Not, I mean, I, would the Vikings have contacted him had he not made this big fuss? I still say no, but I think he could have put himself in a position where if we get two, three preseason games in and all these injuries are lingering, which mm-hmm. they shouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. But if we still got guys on the old line who don't look like they might be ready to go week one, he could get a call. But if you're going to put me out there, like there used to be a time when guys didn't talk about personnel moves, right? It wasn't like sort of this public display before Twitter. You know, now we know everything that's happening and things happening behind the scenes. And I think uh, Richie violated that. Because if Nadamakan Sue can get an invitation to play with a Rams team that's going to maybe win the Super Bowl by just not being the goofball he's been uh, historically, like that, if you got a bad reputation, you got to put the phone down. Mm-hmm. Like you don't get to tweet, you don't get to make just some of these up. public. Yeah, you have to. Shut up. If you want to stay in put, if you don't want a job, do what you want. Right. But if you want to get a job, what on earth are you thinking? Hey, don't forget about this play too. Throws it, flag, pass caught by Thielen. Oh my God! Up for grabs and Thielen with a catch of a lifetime. That was with 147 left. Huge, down by one. Huge. I mean, that was their last play. Was obviously we won the game, but that was a huge play. The pride of Minnesota State. That's right, man. Cato, Adam Thielen. We'll be back after this. Metcalf here on uh, the ride filling in. We got uh, the man, the one and only, Patrick Royce, calling in here. Where, where are you at now, Pat? 
Byron, I had to call in to make sure that the mayor had used number five of his early Wednesdays today. When I was uh, listening, I was uh, very excited that he has now used up all his early departures on Wednesday. Yeah, when Myron came in, he started looking around as if to say, Where's Joe? And I had to tell him a story about old number five. Yeah, it was an empty studio, and I got a little alarmed. You know, you got to make sure you're in the right place. You know, I wasn't well, sure. Uh, yeah, with the mayor, you never know. He's, uh, but now we know. Now he's going to be there on Wednesday, baby. You know, it didn't so have the same fanfare in the celebratory fashion, Pat, when you're in studio where we've got okay. the music and everything else. We just kind of marked it off. Yeah, you know? marked it off. Okay. Yeah. Just so we kept the, uh, just so we kept the official uh, tote. I was out at the Taj Maziggy 2 today, Myron, for the first time I went out to the uh, new practice facility. Have you been there? I, I've driven by it a number of times. It, it looks it looks like Disneyland for an <laughs> NFL team, right? Is that what it is? It is unbelievable. And they got the field. You know, I thought, okay, I'd heard that the fans can't see as much as they could at Mankato. Well, it's, you know, the Training camp has become a family operation. The old days of five guys going to Mankato and getting hammered and going to Bentlers are kind of over anyway. But uh, it's a family deal now. But the, the field that they have out there, that high school games are going to be played in the stadium, yeah. they basically just turn that over to dads and moms and their kids, and they're running around and throwing stuff and having a time of their life. It is pretty impressive, I'll tell you that. It's I- incredible. I'm looking forward to seeing some of those high school games. I still, being a Mankato guy, I'm still, you know, kind of heartbroken for that community and what they lose by not being able to host training oh, yeah. camp. There are so many businesses down there that made a, a large percentage of their annual revenue just off training camp. It's, I'm yeah, still was, a little bit heartbroken about that. I was down there two weeks ago, and it was uh, pretty sad up on the hill on Saturday, which would have been the first Saturday of full workouts. Johnny, even Johnny B's was empty. So, oh man, uh, that tells you. That tells you. Yeah, it's uh, it is kind of a uh, uh, sad for them because they, you know, become used to it. What surprised me is I called up Todd Hoffner, you know, the coach, Cato. Yeah. I think and me might say, well, good. We now we got all our facilities to ourselves. We don't have to move around. He's heartbroken too, man, for Mankato and for the great influence it was for his players to have these guys around. You know, got to meet them. They got to see Adam Phelan, who was one of the Mankato State fellas. Uh, you know, practicing. And he said it was a big advantage. He thought for his program, and he's he's a very uh, he's as upset as anybody I talked to. Well, I played in a much earlier chapter when we, when we weren't as good in Mankato. And, I mean, when, when I walked onto the field, it was Randy Moss and Chris Carter and Dante Culpepper. Yeah. And, I mean, when you're a freshman football player walking onto a field like that, <laughs> seeing those kind of guys, I mean, yeah. you're, just, you're just in awe uh, that you're even allowed to be on the same field. And then what was fun, too, Pat, is, you know, a lot of us were mistaken for Vikings, you know, so you'd have a couple kids <laughs> run up to you. I signed a few autographs. I mean, what are you going to do? Kid yeah. thinks you play for the yeah. team. you yeah. got to sign a couple And you probably autographs. never used that to your advantage at, like, the Albatross. Was, no, no, I would you, never do that. And you said, who do you want me to be? <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody's the same at the Albatross. It's Reavers' nose. That is, uh, the Albatross, of course, uh, sadly long gone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, you know, Johnny B., who, uh, you know, used to run Boomtown, and before yeah. that he was the bar manager at Albatross. Yeah. He says uh, he has many stories that he can't tell, and he's very sad that there aren't going to be more stories that he can't tell, <laughs> <laughs> you know, about the training camp and uh, 
The best quote I got was from the guy at Mettler's who said they used to uh, they used to come in quite a bit, the players. But he said once that ship sailed, we don't we didn't see them anymore. And I said, "What are you talking about?" He said, "The love boat." Once that happened, <laughs> once that happened, they were basically all told, "Don't be around young women dancing with very few clothes on." So they didn't see them anymore. So. Well, I, anyway. I was I was pre love boat, and I remember <laughs> yeah. the line around Boomtown. Every oh, night. Yeah. I mean, it was yeah. it was chaotic. Some fun yeah, nights, definitely. Oh, but just to solidify, make it solid that uh, that Mankato um, uh, training camp goers thought Myron was legit. He kept going into the grocery store looking for his free turkey <laughs> every year to see him. <laughs> hey, there there were a bunch of guys that walked around, and people didn't know the difference. I remember when Culpepper, he parked everybody in. He was late for a meeting. He had to be one of those big escalators back then. So he parked at like an angle, and like seven cars couldn't get out of the lot. Because he he just parked and just got out. Just got out. Like like didn't park, just got out. And and like fans thought that was the coolest thing in the world. They've been blocked in by Dante Dante Culper's Escalade, man. Those those were the days. All right, uh, Byron, try not to do too great a job. Just just keep it pretty good down the middle. Eh? I've been hearing I've been hearing too many good reviews of your work. So uh, yeah, take it easy. Back. Well, I I definitely uh, appreciate that. One quick question, Byron what? Buxton. What, what, what do you think? I, I mean, are you more? If you had to put a, a, a hundred thousand dollars on, he's going to be great and fulfill the potential, or he's going to be a bust. Where would your money go? Uh bust. Really. But it's it'll be somewhere in the middle. But uh, he does not have a uh, big league swing. You know, he's got a he's got a very uh, questionable swing, and uh, that's that's you know when you can't stay healthy and you can't hit, that's kind of an obstacle to uh, superstardom right there. No. Yeah. All right. Sir. All right, Pat. Appreciate it. Talk to you. Goodbye. It, it was interesting to hear Tom Kelly yesterday uh, compare Tory Hunter to Buxton, and you know talk about some of the early struggles Tory had. Uh, it got sent down to the uh, minors multiple times. Defensively, they both were sort of these freakish talents. Um, so I guess there's time. I guess there's time for for a Buxton. He's only not even 25 yet. I get that. Uh, but but I just wonder. At some point, I think everyone's going to collectively reach this point where they go. We got to figure out what we're going to do here. Yeah, you're going to continue to invest and wait out and hope that a guy just figures it out or. You got to figure out if he still has some value on the market. I mean, what, what do you do with a guy like that? And I think the biggest difference, like I said yesterday, I think the biggest difference between Tory and Byron is Tory didn't really have injury problems. You no, know, Tory Tory needed time. He needed a few years to develop, you know, the offensive game. But Tory was out there and healthy and playing. And with Byron getting banged up all the time, I just you just wonder if that's going to continue to stunt his growth. That's a big difference. I think the other difference, Manny, Tory was nasty. Like Tory, Tory was vicious, yeah. and he was—he had, I think, a certain ambition and a certain chip that I don't see with Buxton. Like I, I think when when you're just the man at such an early age and you have these gifts that are unmatched, I think it can be hard to, you know, develop that edge if you will, because you don't really need it when you've been that good at every level. Yeah. And I felt like Tory still had a lot of that, and that helped him. Buxton's almost too nice in a lot of ways. We'll be back after this. All right. Thank you very much, Myron. Uh, Sports Talk will be back. This is Wednesday, mayoral less.
version of Sports Talk. Bruce Vale waiting in the wings now with the Your Money Now report. It comes to us courtesy of Owatonna's own Federated Insurance. Good afternoon, Bruce. You know, listening to the story about Dante Culpepper blocking the people in at the stadium, Yeah, that it just shows the difference between, you know, Minnesota and like me when I grew up in the Philadelphia area. In, in Minnesota, the fans go home and say, honey, guess whose car blocked me in today? In Philadelphia, the guy goes home and says, hey, honey, guess whose tires I slashed today? <laughs> Big, big difference in the that fan base. That is a big difference yeah. between the East Coast and Midwest. I think so. Stocks uh, traded in a fairly tight range today. The market was mixed at the close, mostly lower, though. The Dow Jones Industrial Average gave up 45 points today, while the NASDAQ composite rose just four, and the S&P 500 closed down less than one point. There are a lot of scams you need to watch out for these days, and the Securities and Exchange Commission is now warning of fake securities firms and even phony regulators. The commission is warning of security solicitations made by people or companies claiming to offer investments endorsed by the SEC or other government agencies. The SEC does not endorse investment opportunities, and in other cases, the names of the government agencies that endorse the products are phony. Online mattress seller Casper plans to open 200 of its own stores in, in the next three years, expanding across North America to stave off competition from dozens of Internet copycats. Casper said the stores will help the company move from a brand known for its mattresses in a box to a place to buy all types of sleep products. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Make Burlington stores your back-to-school headquarters and save big. Shoes, backpacks, lunch bags, plus casual looks and basics. Your favorite brand names for less. Burlington style for everyone. Benda Chats. Myron Metcalf back here on 1500 ESPN. And we have some news with Johnny. What do you got for us? Thanks, Byron. Sonny, and uh, we're up to 89 degrees now. Twins Indians again tonight in Cleveland. Jake Odorizzi starts for Minnesota. Uh, Mike Clevenger will pitch for the Indians. Maya Moore with 31 points. The Lynx break that three-game losing streak, beating Chicago last night. Next up, they'll be in Las Vegas to play the Aces on Thursday night. NBA released its marquee opening week Christmas Day and MLK Day schedules this afternoon, and uh, there are no Timberwolves games on any of the marquee games. I'm outraged. Surprise, surprise. surprise. (laughs) Uh, The Wolves' preseason schedule was announced, though. A five-game lineup that begins with games at Golden State and the Clippers in Los Angeles ends at the Bucks' new arena in Milwaukee in between. On October 5th, the Oklahoma City Thunder at the Target Center, and they play Milwaukee October 7th. Uh, They haven't determined yet the time or place for that. Uh, The Golden State game, by the way, is September 29th. News notes from today. Police say a man initially arrested for voting while intoxicated ended up fighting with officers while naked on the St. Croix River. 60-year-old Jerome Seipel of Cottage Grove has been charged with three counts of battery to a law enforcement officer and three counts of resisting an officer. Hudson Police Chief Jeff Willems said it all began when Seipel was placed under arrest by a Wisconsin Department of Natural Resources warden on July 31st. John, can I interrupt? Certainly, Kenny. Was there shrinkage? I died. I was uh, in the pool. Uh, what I saw on the news is they had it kind of blurred out. Mm, like so. Bigfoot's unit. Right. <laughs> right. Mm. How many different sites did you go to to keep looking? <laughs> oh, no. I eventually found it without the blur. <laughs> so that's, yeah, it took me about seven times. Did you get his phone number? Yeah, I got it. 
I just got a license of his boat. <laughs> Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's all right. No, you're not. The chief said uh, he fought with DNR wardens and then jumped overboard, and that's when Hudson police officers got there to help. Willem said that with Sipel unwilling to get into the DNR's boat, officers got creative, first using a fish hook to grab him by the life vest he was wearing and pull him into the boat. Body camera footage shows a struggle, though, ensued between the officers and Sipel, who lost his life vest and later his pants in the struggle. So Willem said he's got no life preserver, he's naked, and he's intoxicated. So our guys at that point are getting concerned if he goes under, what's the next step? This is where I'd be a bad cop because I'd just let him go. <laughs> I just get my boat and I'd just drive out. I'm more You're on about, your own. I'm more about easy pickings. <laughs> You're too slippery, buddy. The office has called for more What's backup? the most important thing to know for going on a boat? The most important thing is, is safety. Nope. Yeah, most important no thing is... Uh, Stay in the boats. <laughs> <laughs> Officers called for more backup. More than 15 minutes after the incident began, they caught a break. Willem said his attention was drawn to a patrol boat that was coming. They seized the opportunity to grab hold of him and try to get him into the boat. Both officers and Seipel came away with scrapes, bruises, and cuts. Uh, Willem says it's one of the most bizarre arrests he's ever seen. Uh, attempts to reach Seipel not immediately successful. According to court records, he has bonded out of jail. He should be back in court later this month. Rook, uh, remind uh, all of us and the listener, the, the great uh, John C. Riley character. What's the? It's the doctor, right? Uh, Dr. Steve Brule. That's it. Brule. Yes, and uh, his, one of his best ever is Broat Safety. Where did that come from? Um, <laughs> he, it's a character that he's done, and I don't know where he does it, but he goes through... Different um, scenarios, and I haven't watched them all. But the the one about the broat is hilarious. I think I don't think I've, I seriously I don't think I've laughed broat. once about that. That doesn't strike me. Probably because you don't really know humor when you're in the business as long as I have. Oh God! You, Here we go. you kind of develop a. a, <laughs> well, wait, a, a wait, wait, let me get my notebook. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. I want to write this down. Yeah. Okay. Well, you continue, John, and then I'll maybe okay. I'll take him aside, set him aside, send and maybe him some notes, or mentor something. him. Do you know? In the business as long as I am. United States Attorney's Office in Minnesota has announced a 32-year-old St. Paul man has been accused of illegally exporting box turtles to Hong Kong. I like turtles. Release. <laughs> okay, John and I had a... Yeah. We had Wait, a... Wait, what? It was about... It was a contest to see how long somebody would say... Uh-huh. I like turtles. Before Rook play. I, yeah. I, uh, Reavers blurted it out yeah, before I could. Sorry. How, how do you okay, get into the okay. market for exporting box turtles? Yeah, how and does, what do they do? Does somebody them? walk up to you and like say, hey, man. Are they eating I got this hustle for you. Are they what? Kids? Box turtles. Do they eat them? You think um, he's got like in New York, the guys with the Rolexes open up. The oh, yeah. Throat? Those dudes probably have box turtles, by the way. They can get you anything. By 3 p.m. Right. A release. They keep the snapping turtles up very high. Rolex watches what you need. Turtle anything. I got it for you. A release says Renee Patrick Vargas is facing three counts of false labeling. Vargas completed forms for international shipment of three packages containing 38 box turtles. I like turtles. Between June 1st and 14th of last year. That's the password for the dude to open up his trench coat. I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> the packages were reported to have been falsely labeled toys or components and were intended to be transported in interstate and foreign commerce. Now, uh, they're not threatened with extinction box turtles, uh, but they are protected under the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Flora and Flora Treaty because of their declining numbers in the U.S. and Mexico. Part of the reason the numbers have fallen, 
They export to Hong Kong and China for use in food, traditional medicine, or to be kept as pets. Huh. It's illegal to export wildlife without prior approval they don't and buy inspection. Into the aphrodisiac thing, or that's not listed. That's huh? not listed. Well, traditional medicine, I guess. Can you smoke it, John? Be, How do you go to jail? I mean, what do you say if you get to jail? For over box turtles. I mean, how does that? I think that's <laughs> how instant, does that go? You get an instant beating right there <laughs> right. <laughs> on the spot. That's where your first prison the beating turtle dude is here. Especially if you walk around the common area saying, "I like turtles." <laughs> <laughs> and you will get your. They ass actually might leave you alone if you do. Yeah, they well, actually might leave you alone if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> that kid that was uh, that was filmed and taped in two thousand seven. Wow. Really? 11 years ago? Oh, oh well, Jonathan was at And the he was 10 fair. years old at the, at the time. Someone should catch up with him. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing. See if he still likes turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. And he was dressed in the zombie makeup, too. Which, made it, which was yeah. the best part. Well, he yeah. threw the it, reporter for a loop. Yeah, it had the thing he was at had nothing to do with turtles, remember? She said, no. here's a little zombie we're going to talk to. Yeah. What do you think of everything here? I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> Fantastic. Brilliant. The United States will employ... If he had a program director, the program director would fire him, though. Because that just comes out of left field, and you can't yeah, do anything like that. True. That's a non-sequitur, and that's a fireable offense. Is it? Okay, man. Pardon me? See how everybody got really quiet at that point? I'm the only one willing to take a swing, huh? That's okay. I'll swing away. The United States will impose sanction on Russia for its use of that nerve agent in an attempt to kill a former Russian spy and his daughter in Great Britain. State Department announcing today the sanctions will be imposed on Russia because it used a chemical weapon in violation of international law. Former Russian spy Sergei Skripal and his daughter were poisoned by Novichok, a military-grade nerve agent in the British town of Salisbury in March. Britain has accused Russia of being behind the attack. The Kremlin vehemently denies that. Since the attack, two British nationals with no ties to Russia have been uh, poisoned by the substance. After a 15-day congressional notification period, the sanctions will take effect around August 22nd, according to a statement from the State Department. We have another new Apple developed in Minnesota. I've heard about this. The First Kiss, it's called. The Apple's creators say it has a tart flavor and will be, I said kiss, Chris, uh-huh. uh, says it has a tart flavor and will be ready to harvest toward the end of the month. Why? Why The honey crisp is perfect. We it don't is. Need to, we don't need really not, They cost 75 bucks a piece, right. but they're, they're not cheap. You're right. There, uh, there's another one, too, that they developed last year I had that was very good. I don't remember what it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah honey it's crisp. called How You Like Them Apples. There's, a, <laughs> there's actually, now, Chris, you say why. <laughs> Perhaps you'd like to give those comedy lessons to Reavers. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got a buddy that can help me. Yeah, I've got a tree book. full of horse apples. <laughs> That's a country the joke. Poop. The, oh, is that? Yeah, only, only country people get that. The first kiss is the... 27th apple. Kenny, one time we bet a kid in high school that he was going to have to eat a horse apple. He had no idea what it was. It was fantastic. We always almost got him to do it. Chris, my point again for you. Mm -hmm. See, you said it's just the honey, Chris, but this is the 27th apple developed at the University of Minnesota. That kid could eat a horse apple through a picket fence. Okay. I have Jeez. a uh, I have a honey let's, in all seriousness with with no jokes <laughs> okay. I have a honey crisp tree uh, up at my place up north I've got an orchard up there really and these where's things, your place I can't get these <laughs> things to grow to normal apple size they're tiny Why? they're really? like half apples do they they're still really have good. the right taste they're really good but two bites and they're gone oh. they're like oh, they're oh, like oh, munchkin yeah. apples oh, yeah, you you get, get, size should miracle grow huh? you can sell those for forty five bucks a pop though. 
Uh, you want them? You pay that. I'll, I'll tell you, Honeycrisp apples are they worth are the price. Do, do you get a lot? Do you have a good harvest? The Dude, tree's they, bending over Well, right why now. don't you bring us some? Break time! Right. Why don't you give it some Miracle hey. Grow? Let's take a <laughs> the, break. The dude who's selling, the dude who's selling box store already? Yeah, this is this is this is interesting. Kenny just became a fan over the commercial break. <laughs> okay, Myron, it's a well-known fact that I don't pay, really pay attention to what John's talking about. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. And there's something on Twitter on the sidebar that says something about. Uh, let me see if I can find it. You know, they show what's trending. Oh, Queen Radio. Queen. So, Queen Radio. Nikki, so me, me being a really old man, I uh, think it's Queen the band. Yeah. And I click on it, <laughs> and there's this lady posing on an album cover with nothing but pasties on. Uh, so you can yeah. imagine that caught my uh, attention. And then I spent the whole uh, the whole break researching somebody named Mi- Nicki Minaj, and uh, I- I'm a new fan. Are you? I'm just just fan. off images? Yeah. yeah. Alone? Yeah. Hasn't heard okay. any music yeah. yet. Yeah. That was the first uh, song I've actually heard right there. <laughs> He's not into the music. But I'm going to stop on the way home and buy it wherever you buy Nicki Minaj albums at. <laughs> Just be positive if you if you tweet about her or say anything about her online. She's got like one of those followings that will attack oh, yeah. you. They, it's like Beyonce. It's the, loving the barbs, her? right? The barbs. They're, they're called the barbs. barbs. Yeah. The barbs. So I can't. She's crazy, Kenny. Oh. Beyonce's she's got crazy. the hive, right? Kenny's into that. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, she's crazy, <laughs> yeah. and probably, you know, Kenny would like her. <laughs> yeah. She's She's got a group, though. Her, her followers are called the barbs. Everything with her is built around, like, the Barbie concept kind of, so they're, they're called yeah. the barbs. Oh. The and she's got, like, and merchandise with that. She's got, like... A fashion line, a makeup line, does all she tied sell, to this. Uh, does she sell those pasties that she has on her bosom? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I don't know, but that's a great tweet, by the way. Put that out there on Twitter and see. Well, not if I'm going to get beat up. I'm well, already. Well, no, hated no, that's enough. not a that's not a negative thing. I'm just saying there have been people who've said negative things, and if they've if been you attacked, were to, Kenny, if you were to like tweet out. I know you wouldn't, but if you were to just tweet out something insulting to her and just yeah. say like she's overrated or she sucks or, or she's something average. like that, people, somebody, the, the one barbs of her will fans come. will come at you. No, like a whole thing. Yeah. It's like Beyonce. Beyonce's got the beehive. She's playing yeah. tonight, right? Yep. Her and Jay Z are tonight at US Bank Stadium. So in she, town? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They're, she, they're in town. You get a I'll take free tickets too, by the way. But uh, can I use a press pass? That, she's got the beehive. <laughs> you cannot say anything negative about, about Beyonce. Period. I'm, I'm pretty online sure online or offline. I'm pretty sure Beyonce wants to meet me. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a buddy. I've got a buddy who claims years ago he's from Houston. Beyonce's from Houston. When they were no. late no. teens, no. le- no. when they were late teens, <laughs> it okay, like a, Chris Farley, this sounds no, like a no, Phil Mackey no. set at the AW. No, this is, is, is a this real meter. This is uh, a real no, story. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. A real story. He claims late teens. They're at a church youth group together. Of course, it oh, is boy. a church youth group thing. And he claims Beyonce was into him. I'm believing it. I absolutely that I Beyonce it. was kind of feeling him a little bit. Yeah, nothing happened. Uh-huh. But well. that is something he claims. Now, does everybody probably so have a story sc- like that? How did he screw it up? Yeah. Well, I think he was just timid. <laughs> you know, he didn't. He didn't. <laughs> the she preacher walked. She in. wasn't Beyonce at the time. <laughs> she wasn't Beyonce at the time. But no. he claims that there was a sort of a gathering of young folks, and that Beyonce kind of 
gave him the eye a little bit. You know? Yeah. That's, but that's she wasn't what he Beyonce claims. yet, right? She wasn't, she didn't have Well, but she was, she was still good. Good well, Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. Beyonce's you know? dad is kind of crazy too, so he might have even swooped in and was like, no, no, get yeah, out of yeah, here. He, get out of here. I'm yeah, cleaning my rifle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was, uh, I mean, well, he, like all those guys, the Joe Jacksons, all those guys yeah. are. Beyonce's dad was like Joe Jackson. Like, off. But now he's not in the group. Now he's like not a part of her career anymore. You either stepping out Joe Jackson or the other one? I'm pretty sure Beyonce's listening right now. Uh, she might be. Right. You, might should, be. you should. I got a buddy who I won't name who claims that there was chemistry. Yeah. There. And now, I mean, obviously everyone's going to say that. They'll but be, if it's real, it's this great they'll, story. There'll be ke- chemistry when she calls me. Yeah. <laughs> give me. Give me a call. Why don't Beyonce. you give her your Twitter account, Kenny? Maybe she'll you know contact you. Why don't you just show up? Her at, and at, yeah, show up to the, the show. Show up to U.S. Bank Stadium tonight, Kenny. Try and, you know, try and spit some game to Beyonce and see what Jay-Z Jay- does. Well, I don't, well, Jay-Z is kind of. Different these days after everything that went down. Yeah, he's a little he more reserved. Wouldn't even be able to say anything because I don't think he's allowed to talk. No, he's not. <laughs> Who's heard him talk? So he's I'm, had like one interview since everything went so down. It's like a normal marriage now, basically. <laughs> Jay Z's been kind of quiet since Here. Beyonce's sister tried to beat him up in yes. that elevator. I think I hear oh, yeah. what you're saying, and what you're saying to me is that I'll be able to cuckold this guy. <laughs> What? Did you, you say that? Oh my yeah, goodness. you can say that on the air. Why I, not? I, yes, you can. I, okay. <laughs> Why not? I re- okay. I remember. Hey, on the air? <laughs> oh, hey, uh, you guys are back on. Hey, guys, I'm on the air. I'm yep. like, yeah. Um, I, I remember when he did like his first show after everything went down in the elevator, and Beyonce, I think, might have been pregnant at the time, but she did like this crazy MTV video award show or something yes, like that. I remember that. And, like, he kind of walked on stage like, you know, like he had been told, listen, come up. Go to the yellow X and stand, stand there. <laughs> and when I come, when I summon for you, <laughs> you walk. <laughs> like, I mean, that's kind of the, the attitude he's had. But, hey, listen, he's he's married to Beyonce and they have this huge tour. U.S. Bank Stadium should be fun for the people who are there. It'd be more fun with Nicki Minaj. I'm and assuming Kenny, Kenny walking out. Yeah, Kenny yeah. in the front row. I think Kenny's. I'm looking at Kenny right now. He's just staring at his laptop. <laughs> yeah, we just, we I think Kenny's it. just watching the Nicki Kenny. Minaj Anaconda video right now. No, I'm, I'm on to Beyonce. He's going actually split screen with Nicki and uh, and Beyonce looking at each other. And there. even well, when she was nine months knocked up, she was just amazing. Nicki or Beyonce? Beyonce. Yeah, Nicki has just uh, Beyonce is just amazing. Here. Well, now Nicki isn't the queen anymore. It's it's Cardi B. Have you heard about her? I don't know who that is. He's the, the new uh, Cardi B is the new female rapper that all the kids love. She's huge now. And she was like a reality TV star, a social media star. And now she's got like four top ten records. She used to be a stripper. On the Kenny. Yeah, she was a she was <laughs> a Cardi B used to be a stripper. She was a dancer for yeah. a time. And she looks too skinny for um, <laughs> Well now now hers she's the one I really want to mess with. Because her boyfriend is Offset. a guy by the name of Offset. In a group called Migos. Is that like two words? Migos. Like it's offset? It's one word. Like meatloaf. It's one word. One word. Okay. But like anybody who goes by a name like offset yeah. is ready to fight at all times. Right. You know? <laughs> like okay. you just, like dudes with one names just don't. I've, I've heard his name mentioned at NFL games. Penalties offset. Yes. <laughs> Replay first down. Right? That's kind of like, kinda like oh, him. so old. Oh kind of like God. Kenny's old girlfriend, Milfoil. <laughs> I don't get it. I think we're uh, getting She fired. likes the beach. I'm pretty sure we're she getting fired. She likes the beach. I haven't, I haven't said it. Great news, Johnny. Johnny great news, anything? report. Thanks.
back on, on 1500. Um, I have too much time on my hands. I feel like during the day, so I just read a lot of weird stuff. What do you and got? I, I stumbled upon this article about how to stay how to stay safe when the alligator attacks. How do you stay safe? Uh, zigzag if you're running away. Well, there's a couple of things. Okay. Uh, number one is don't feed them. Okay. All right. That's that's the number one thing. Um, if you happen to lock eyes, the zigzag, running away as fast as you can. Yep. Uh, and actually, apparently, for, don't do the zigzag. You're supposed to run in a straight line. Oh, really? Apparently, that's the way to go. Um, um, my theory on uh, running away from an alligator is you only have to be the second slowest. That's that's a smart that's a smart idea. When I was in Florida, just a real quick story. We were looking at some alligators with my uh, two sons. My son was about twelve, and the young one was about two. And I said, Matthew, if that alligator gets out, make sure you grab your brother and run. And he said, why do I have to grab Gabe? I said, it'll slow you down. <laughs> so I can get out of there. So you want to be the survivor. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's a smart strategy. <laughs> he didn't like that. <laughs> well, number three is fight back. Fight back. Do if, they have a soft spot to like a gouging in their eye? I know you don't want them to clamp down on your body because they won't open it up again. But Well, the next one is smack the stout. Oh, okay. And then it's gouge the eyes. Yep. Like an old wrestling move. Uh, yeah. Another one is just to be a brother, because brothers don't run into court problems like this. <laughs> we ain't got no situation where we run into alligator. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis, the ride with Myron's neck.